Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, Season 2, Episode Number 23. I'm your host, Heather, and today we are talking about how to stop selling on price. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, where you'll find the tools to level up your business, your mindset, and your life. Please fasten your seatbelts. Often the people that I need to have this conversation with have kind of the same basic I wouldn't I don't know if I call them demographics I mean I guess because a lot of them are female a lot of them are in the service industry Um, they offer a service so they don't have a price from a wholesaler they don't have a, a manufacturer recommended price they don't know what the value necessarily is so they're just kind of pricing out based on usually not a ton of information. Sometimes it's priced out based on what their overhead is. And that's a terrible idea. Where I want people to get to is where their pricing matches their value. A lot of salespeople will go in and they really talk about being, you know, the lowest price, the most cost effective, the cheapest, the affordable luxury, all of that stuff. Unless you're Walmart, that's not a really great way to make money. Unless you want to be the, you know, economical choice and that's all you want to be, that's a pretty stagnant place for sales. It's certainly not a place of growth and it's certainly not a place of scaling. It's really hard to scale when you're selling on being the most discounted of all of the various people who could solve this problem. So there are five main ways that you can stop talking about price, stop selling on price, and even stop getting undercut on price. People will pay more for more value. They will pay less if the value appears to be the same across all of their options. So that's number one, is focus on the value and the benefit that you offer. Rather than focusing on the thing you do, focus on the value of that thing to your customer, focus on the value of your item, the benefits that it brings, and think way outside the box, what are the other solutions to this? If you find yourself going, well, I can't say I'm saving the world, I'm just you know, making good cat food. Well, you might be saving the world if what you're doing is creating ecologically sound cat food and packaging and stuff. You're allowed to go that far to say, this is our value. This is our brand. The easiest way to make sure you're not currently selling on price and you're not losing sales because people just think of you as being any number of of everybody's equal and everybody's the same. You're all commodity based is to remove all cost based messaging. I don't want to hear you apologizing in your copy for how much it might cost. I don't want you to jump to offering payment plans for things before people have even asked for payment plans for things. Focus on the value of what you sell and the benefit it brings to the lives of your clients, customers, members, or organization, and remove all cost-based messaging outside of that All of your messaging is, this is how we help. This is what we do. This is why you need us. The next step in how to reorganize your offering so that you're not selling on price is to offer 
free or to you, you know, cost neutral add-ons. Create value packages. Create value packages that aren't based on discounting. They're actually based on getting more. Often when you have somebody who makes their, they're a manufacturer, a retailer, and a wholesaler of their own product, the product itself doesn't cost a whole heck of a lot. So by packaging things together and saying with these things, you'll get, you know, a free whatever, a free, you know, sample of our next flavor or scent or um, a sample of something we've been looking for, a chance to become a beta tester for something. There's all kinds of value things you can offer that don't have a price tag attached. So by creating your, your packages and your offers to simply add more value rather than saying take 20% off, you will move away from that discounting mindset and get into a much stronger problem-solving, value-offering, benefit-offering mindset where you never really get into a conversation about price because people want what you have so badly that they'll pay whatever it is. Ten years ago, it would have been unthinkable for a cell phone to be $1,000. But people bought $1,000 cell phones at the same rate that they bought $200 cell phones. It didn't matter about the price because the value was there. Whether you agree with that or not, it doesn't matter because it worked. (laughs) So you may not think it's worth $1,000, but to enough people, it was the value of the brand, the value and the benefit that the item would bring into their lives was valuable enough that the price is a very secondary concern. As long as it doesn't completely break the bank and it's not completely out of your reach, you know what? It's worth it. That's where you want people saying, no matter what it costs, it's worth it. Another, aside from your messaging, your messaging in your add-ons, your value packages, your focus on your value and your benefit, those are things you can do immediately with the information you're putting out online or in traditional marketing right now. To go a little bit deeper and broader, be the brand people are loyal to. Explain who you are as a company and as a brand and explain what people are adding to their own personal brand by choosing you and supporting you. I am a straight Apple user. I understand that Samsung may have the same thing and may have better cameras and may have what I'm literally never going to find out because I have drunk the Kool-Aid and I'm an Apple person. If they come out with something new, my assumption is it's worth it. 100%. Then they came out with the iPhone 7 and that got a little shaky, but at the same time, Samsung's were exploding. So, you know, every brand's had their ups and downs. But the brand loyalty doesn't fade. Become that go-to, become that loyal base, form your loyal base of cheerleaders. It can be 20 people. All you're looking to is looking to do is grow. It doesn't matter how many people are loyal to you right now. Try to add one or two every week, every month, every quarter, depending on the value of of what your offer is. And you will then have a growth oriented company 
that will be scalable because everything you're focusing on is the value that you're offering. So you will start looking for ways to offer more value. Your brand will then bring more offers to your loyal fan base who will actually support you enough that you can then spend time adding to that loyal fan base. You can spend marketing time just getting more rabid fans rather than trying to convince people to buy your discounted items, buy on sale. There was a a clothing company local to where I am in Eastern Canada who I was doing marketing for years and years and years ago and I, I actually ended up dropping him as a client for this reason. He spent all of his marketing energy on his end of season sales. He had two end of season sales every year, one at the end in spring at the end of winter and one at the, in, in fall at the end of the summer, the spring, summer section. And he said, well, that's when everybody buys. Everybody waits for my 50% off sale and then they buy. So I don't want to do anything in between those times. We'll just save everything for end of season sales. He was selling, even though what he was selling was, you know, $400 shirts and $3,000, $4,000, $10,000 suits and six, seven, $800 ties. He was still selling on price. He didn't have the value mindset. He really didn't believe that people would buy his product at full price or at least not enough to invest in getting more of them. All of his sales were happening at 50% off, which my question to him was, well, then why don't you just lower your prices overall so then you don't always have to be having these sales and getting rid of things at the end of the season? And he looked at me like I had three heads and I realized we're not going to work well together. Deciding to save up your, your messaging for sales, for discounts is doing both you and your customer base a disservice because you don't believe in your product enough for it to have full value. It's only valuable. We only want to really tell people about it when we've made it less expensive. If it has the value it has, if you believe in the price you've attached, there is no reason to then only talk about it when you're discounting it. Become the brand, grow the brand with those loyal people who will pay full price and find out why they're willing to pay full price. What are they adding to their personal brand by paying full price? And then try to find more of them. Create those audience avatars where you have your money avatar that you're going to be making big, big sales to. You can offer lower price pointed items for your soul avatar if you're, if they can't buy as much or they can't spend as much, but you don't discount your high end products for them. You create an entirely new product line for people who can't afford full price. That way you are not discounting and taking value away from your high value clients. They've spent that full price They do not deserve to be now lumped in with people who didn't spend that full price and it's now been discounted and they're like, well, I wish I hadn't spent all that money. That's too bad. 
So instead, create a secondary line, create a smaller offering, create um, a, a subscription base where you can just make it a lower price point and you know it's just going to be residual income. The last big point to keep you from selling on price, every one of us solves a problem. Every one of us in business, every business you go to, every business you see anywhere, they solve a problem. If you can't figure out what your value is, what the benefit of going with you is, and you're still like, no, people are only going to want discounts. They're only going to want sales. Then I would say you don't know yet what problem you solve. And you certainly don't know how else people would solve that problem. If you are, you know, in medical aesthetics and your skincare line can do almost the same thing as surgery, you are not competing against other medical aesthetics companies. You're competing against plastic surgeons. Think bigger and think of the actual problem you solve and where else would people go to solve this problem and how much would they spend to solve it? Probably more than what you're charging. Honestly, as soon as you figure out the problem you solve, a medical aesthetics um, clinic would solve the problems of confidence. There are all these little things that we notice about ourselves and other people don't notice. And we spend tons and tons and tons of money on makeup and all kinds of things to try to fix those things instead of actually fixing the underlying problem. So if a medical aesthetics uh, clinic can fix the underlying problem, their value is incredibly high. When they ask smokers to write down how much they spend on cigarettes, they're usually shocked because they don't think about it as a price. They think about it as a benefit and a value. Well, I just have to. It's like breathing air. Figure out what it is that you sell that's just like breathing air. For us, we sell stress relief. We sell partnership and, and a cheerleader and a place to bounce ideas off of. We, those things are very, very valuable. We sell our expertise. We sell our ability to function in Photoshop. All these things have very, very high value because if you're not going to us, the amount of stuff you're going to have to learn and the amount of years you're going to have to put into learning it, well, that's a pretty steep order if you're going to really DIY this stuff. So going with us is a really, really good idea for that reason. Our brand is always going to be based on being helpful. That's never going to change. So people will come back to us and come back to us because that is our brand. We've created brand loyalty. Everyone listening who owns a business can create that kind of brand loyalty that it really doesn't matter. Whatever the next thing that comes out, they're in. You can create the kind of feeling that people get when they wake up at four o'clock in the morning to get in line to buy the newest iPhone. Your business is able to create that simply by having a strong brand, strong messaging that focuses on problem solving, on value, on benefit, and never ever mentions the fact that you're the cheapest one around. Coming up next, 
we are going to be offering you a pre-launch checklist, a little auditory checklist that you can go through if you're launching a new product, if you're launching a new business, a new line, um, a new campaign, a new ad set, anything that you're going to be launching that's really, really important for your people and your audience and your entire market to find out about. There are steps to take to make it a lot more effective and to save you a lot of time and money in the long run. If your dreams are bigger than your budget, it's time to join the Kick-Ass Company membership site where we go deeper with in-depth video training on all areas of marketing, business, and mindset. Head over to thekickasscompany.com and join for just $20 a month for 2020. And to get more Kick-Ass in your life, follow us at Hala Connected. That's H-A-L-A Connected. And if you like what you heard today, hit subscribe and leave us a review. Until next time, kick ass and live on purpose. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Now put down your phone and start kicking ass.